Thank you for tuning in for the Nothing is Lost podcast, where we talk all things Christian lifestyle, theology, Bible study, and Bible literacy. We're so excited to have you here with us today as we walk through our daily reflections on our Ephesians read-through. We look forward to sharing with you. Hello, 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 friends. I hope everyone is doing well and that you have had an incredible day. Um, I'm sorry I haven't been on visually for a few days, but I'm back today. Um, and I'll, I'll be very in the format. I'm not going to promise that I'll do a video every day, but I'll at least try to do um, a podcast recording every day so that you guys do have uh, the personal reflections to go along with your study. But I'm here today, and I actually have a double feature for you guys. Um, so the first half will be literally my raw reflections of the text. I've read over the text, but I have not written down any notes. Um that I wanted to share in depth. I just kind of wanted to share from my heart as we work through the scripture. And then secondly, um, I'll leave a little space at the end to kind of let you prepare. But the second thing I'm going to do is I'm actually going to do a live uh, note-taking session on video, on camera, and actually record my screen um, so you guys can kind of see me break down a text um, in person. Literally, uh, we'll just start with the text on screen and go from there. So just in case you don't know, uh, make sure you are following us on YouTube, cut on the subscribe button. You'll receive all of the recordings, whether they're audio or straight video um, through YouTube. In addition to, we are now a podcast that is available on Spotify, Anchor, um, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and there's one more I'll include it in the notes below. Um, it's going pretty quick and we're adding uh, new distributors every day on the podcast. So if you haven't heard your favorite one, don't worry. It is most likely in the works. I know most people use um, Google and Apple and I'm waiting to um, get everything approved by them any day now. But my favorite personally is Spotify. So um, Spotify is available and it's probably one of the most fun because on Spotify I can include songs and stuff. So sometimes at the end you may hear whatever my worship track for the day is. That's just a hint. But anywho, let's get started with today's text. Um, today's reading assignment was in Ephesians 2, verses 6 through 10. Um, I'll be reading from the NASB translation um, just because it's a really uh, literal translation. Even though it can be weird when you read it aloud sometimes, it's very literal and close to the original languages. Therefore, um, when you're researching information and looking things up and wanting to get deeper meanings and things like that, um, it's a lot easier to work with the commentaries and the concordances and the tools and resources, a lot of which I'll be showing you guys in the part two of this video. So let's get started. Um, for today, I'm going to actually start back at verse four because verse six is a continuation of what we started talking about on yesterday. So in verse four, it says, but God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So verse six automatically uh, comes out powerfully. It lets us know, hey, you've been raised from that former life. You know, yesterday we talked about some of the negative parts of life. Um, we talked about how in the beginning we were dead in our trespasses we were dead in our sin um, we were trapped in a life of sin that sought no good um, we were trapped in those things however when we accepted Christ 
God raised us up in him and made us alive together with Christ in the heavenly places. He seated us with a new identity. Um, he seated us in the heavenly places and given us a name that's not our own. Um, when Jesus saves us, he then calls us righteous. He calls us perfect. He calls us holy. He calls us blameless. Now, let's not get it twisted. We're not doing any of those things in and of our own power. However, because God now sees us through his son, that's the identity that we are afforded. So moving on to verse 7. So that in the ages to come, he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. In other words, as time goes on, as time continues, he wants to continue to show this grace. If you'll remember in chapter one, we talked about the entire reason that we're saved is to bring glory to his name. Well, in addition to bringing glory to his name, it allows people to see his unmerited kindness, his unmerited favor toward us, his love for us in the fact that we're nothing worth saving. However, he gave his most powerful thing, his most powerful asset to be there for us and to make sure that we would come into right relationship and communion and fellowship with him. Verse eight, for by grace, you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. It's only by his grace. Yesterday, we talked about grace being the agape love of God. It's the love that's undeserved. It's unrequited. It's nothing we can do to stop it. It's nothing we can do to press the on button. There's no power button. There's no stop button. There's no go button. There's no, you're worth it. You're not worth it. At the end of the day, his love continuously says to us, you, 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 you. Um, and it's that grace that he sent Jesus. It's that grace that allowed him to give up his only son, his only begotten son, uh, the image of the father to save little old us um, and not only that Paul continuously reminds us that it's not us it's nothing that we've done nothing that we deserve he reminds us that everything points back to the grace and glory of the father verse 9 not as a result of works so that no one may boast in other words my salvation is no greater than your salvation and it's nothing that I can do that makes me better than you we're all the same in God's eyes we're all his children he loves us he loves each and every one of us. When Jesus died, he didn't die for uh, big eyes and little use. He didn't die for the perfect people. He didn't die for the black people. He didn't die for the white people. He didn't die for the Jews. He didn't die for the Mexican people. He died for all people. He died to bring everybody into relationship with Jesus. No matter your station, no matter your socioeconomic class, no matter your education level, no matter your Bible knowledge, None of it. He died to bring all people, everybody, into relationship with him. And finally, verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. That is actually one of my favorite verses in the book of Ephesians and our very first memory verse. Um, that verse reminds us that we are God's handiwork. Um, so many times as women... I'll speak directly to women here. We are so put off by what we look like because we don't look like her. We're not the size two. We're not the supermodel. We don't have the perfect shape or our teeth aren't perfect. Our skin isn't perfect. Our hair isn't long enough. Our hair isn't straight enough. Our hair isn't curly enough. Our fro isn't big enough. Our locks don't have enough bounce, whatever the case may be. Um, but we have to remember at the end of the day that we are his workmanship. He created us just the way we are. There's only, unless you're an identical twin, there's only one of you in the world. And even if you're an identical twin, there's something about your twin that's going to be slightly different. You may have the same fingerprints. You may have the same DNA. But there's something about you that makes you different. It's your personality. 
It may be a little twinkle in your eye that's not in your twin's eye. Um, but one thing that I've noticed is that we have to embrace the idea that we are God's good idea. You know, God created us for him. He created us to be a reflection of his glory, a reflection of his uniqueness. And so many times, because we are so judged by the societal standards, we don't appreciate that. We don't accept that. Um, I'll never forget one of the things that I told one of my friends one day we were talking just, just about um, beauty trends, beauty standards, and, you know, what people consider to be attractive, not attractive, things like that. And I said, one thing I never realized is how much as a woman we tend to instinctively hold our breath i don't know if guys do the same thing if any guys are watching feel free to come in and let me know um but it's a an instinctive thing to hold our breath because it makes us stand up straighter appear smaller appear leaner um when we have to learn to let go of our breath not only in the natural but also in the spiritual you know we have to realize that just because you know she may know another verse that you don't know that doesn't make her any better that doesn't make her any more special than you you're special in your own way you're special in your own light the only difference in me and you is the fact that i just i like studying the word and i i put a lot of time into it and i'm not saying you don't but i'm just saying like i know for me there's when i compare my, if i was to compare myself to anybody watching there's no difference. I have issues just like you have issues. I don't know it all. I promise I don't know it all. I promise. I, I'm very I'm very knowledgeable on how to Google and where to go for resources, but I don't know it all. Um, and I don't have all the answers. There are days that I just, I don't know. I simply don't know. I Literally, one of my friends, we will talk, and she'll ask me, oh my girl, I don't know. I, I just don't know what to say. I, I can't know what to say. That's my little cousin. He always used to tell us when he was little, I can't know what to say. And that's me some days. I don't have all the answers, but I serve a God. I serve a God who is able, a God who's available, who's faithful, who's true, who's just, who's kind, who's loving, who's gracious, who's graceful, um, who's available, <laughs> who's available and who's willing uh, to work with me, to be there for me. Um, he answers my questions. He answers my questions. So today I want to encourage you in knowing that you are God's workmanship, who he created from the beginning of time. Um, He's prepared good works for you to walk into. He has good things for you. He has a good plan for you. Um, he loves you so much that he sent his only son to die to bring you into communion with him. You're important. You're valuable. You are loved. You are worth it. You are worthy. Not of your own accord, but because of him. Without him, you're nothing. But with him, you have everything that you'll ever need. So again, I'm so, so excited as we continue. I know I keep saying it. I'm gonna find a new word for tomorrow, y'all. I promise I'm gonna find a new word. Um, but for today, I'm so, so excited as we continue to move through um, the book of Ephesians. Tomorrow, we will be reading verses 11 through 16 of chapter two. Then we'll have one more day in chapter two, and then we'll move to chapter three. Again, if you want to hang out, get you a notebook, get you a pen, whatever your study tools are, we are going to live study a portion of the verses today on screen, and you'll get to see how I break down the text um, in my own study time. So I'm so excited to share that with you guys. But if not, if you're listening on the podcast, we're going to end right here. Um, however, if you are watching the video, continue. If you're on the podcast and you want to catch up with what we're doing on screen, go over to YouTube. You'll find the video there, or you can find it on Facebook or Instagram or on the blog. 
thank you so much and I look forward to studying with you tomorrow. Remember, if you haven't already, subscribe to www.nothingislost.me for your personal copy of the reading plan and some other fun resources as well as all updates from me and to know when I post a video because I'm going to start posting things other than just Bible study reflections and make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Um, my recommendation is Anchor or Spotify for the current time being until Apple is available. Um, make sure you uh, subscribe so that you'll know when new episodes are posted and you're able to keep up. Thank you so much for tuning in to Nothing Is Lost podcast and video series where we discuss all things Christian lifestyle, theology, and Bible study and Bible literacy. I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Thank you again for tuning in for the Nothing Is Lost podcast, where we talk all things Christian lifestyle, theology, Bible literacy, and Bible study. We're so excited that you decided to join us today. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast player for all updates. And if you would, take a moment just to rate, subscribe, and comment. Help somebody else. That allows other people to find our podcast and see what we're doing here. I can't wait to share with you guys. Have a great rest of your day.